previously on Second Fiddles. Sophia and Ren were supposed to be sent up into space, but wires got crossed somewhere, and Invisidude went up in Ren's place. <laughs> that sucks. Max was all set to return home from his extended stay being monitored by Dr. Healy after his transformation, but without any knowledge of the teleportation snafu that sent his new boyfriend off to another solar system. I feel like these are totally first world problems. We pick up one week later. Let's begin! Episode 15, Adjustment Period. Welcome back, Ren. Uh, I didn't go anywhere. I know, but after being told I wouldn't see you for months, it's nice to see your face earlier than expected. Even though your face looks awful. What happened to you? Thanks, Tammy. You know what? I'm not even going to disagree with you. I work both jobs today, so I'm exhausted. Max, how did you do it? I drank a lot of tea. The pick-me-up lasts longer than coffee? So, I heard you officially took over my old job at Pet Universe? Are you still in training? Yeah, this was only my second shift. I was mainly doing modules on the computer to learn stuff like the benefits of grain-free dog food, and why I should wear gloves while handling rats. You'll be doing those for weeks. They're not too bad. What? Why are you staring at me? Your antlers are... distracting. Hey, don't pick on him. That's my job. Oh, shut up. Tammy's just jealous I have a bigger rack than her. <laughs> I... I know, I kind of look like a freak now. No, they're actually really cool. They're bigger than I thought, and no lie, they're like, uh, what's the word? Majestic. For real? Yeah, you're like a cute, gay Mr. Tumnus, but, you know, part deer instead of goat. Okay, I'm proud of you for knowing a Narnia reference, but it's redundant to say a gay Mr. Tumnus. He's already pretty gay. Yeah, that goes without saying. Super gay. The Narnia books were my mom's favorite from when she was a kid, so she read them to me when I was little. I have an old stuffed lion named Aslan. Jesus! Hey, Tam, don't be rude. No. Aslan was written to be a Christ-like character. Like how he died and was resurrected and everything. I knew that already. I just didn't know that you knew. You used to talk about those books all the time when we were little. You loved everything with talking animals. Yeah, <laughs> I know. How ironic, right? I didn't know about the Lion Jesus stuff. My family used to be pretty religious before, before my dad died. We weren't like creepy Christians, though. Like, I was allowed to read Harry Potter and listen to music with bad words in it. Hey guys, if I fall asleep on the couch here, just let me sleep, okay? You said you were doing computer work for most of the day. Did it bore the energy out of you? No, that wasn't too bad. Pet Universe was chill, but I worked all morning with Lucid Lucy. She was dreamwalking an entire group of hench people for a case we're working, and I had to take a ton of notes when I wasn't dealing with her screaming. Yuck, henchies. Anyone I would know? It was a Christmas gang. Again. Oh god, I hate them. Gingerbread used to taunt everyone with, you'll never catch me, but then I caught him because, well, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Hey, that was a me joke. Yeah, he was there with eggnog, garland, and nutcracker. Oh, what about mistletoe? Who's that? 
She used to run with the Christmas gang sometimes. She's a cyborg who literally has missiles for toes. That sounds like it would be hard to walk. Yeah, when she walks, she always kind of looks like she's wearing a poopy diaper. Huh. Why did you have to go back to work with Lucid Lucy? Well, since I'm not sidekicking for Sophia in space, the B-League decided I should stay where I was. At least she let me keep the name Lullaby. She still doesn't like it, but the alliteration amuses her. Lucid Lucy and Lullaby. Hey, it's better than Snoozy Susie. You're telling me. I'm sorry you're stuck working two jobs. I feel your pain. It's okay. My sister's 16 now, so she's looking for a job. That should help a little bit. Didn't you say you were going to teach her to drive? Oh, yeah. She's got her learner's permit. My mom can't do it, so I need to start teaching her. I've been putting it off for a few days. What's your sister's name? It's Cassie. Cassandra? I've never told you that before. I don't think so. Maybe you told Sophia, but you haven't really told me much of anything about your family. Like, I don't know why your mom can't help your sister learn to drive. Is she sick or something? Oh, well, uh... She's on disability now because of damage to her spine from the accident, and she's in pain, like, all the time. Her disability payments are obviously not enough to support a family of three. Ugh, that's rough. Sorry, kid. I'm a good driver if you need some help. I mean, Cassie doesn't need to drive with the buses and subways and whatnot, but I still think she should learn. Since the accident, Mom avoids driving at all costs. I think one of the reasons we moved to Rose City was because of the public transportation. She doesn't trust herself behind the wheel anymore. Sorry, Ren. I had no idea about your mom. Let me know if there's anything I can do to help. Not the driving thing, obviously, because... I can't fit into cars anymore, which is super convenient, by the way. Yeah, you have enough going on for yourself right now, Max, but thank you. At least I have my power, which brings in some money, and it helps my mom a little. Between her injury and her night terrors, I have to sing her to sleep almost every night. I was worried how she coped with me being gone for so long with Sophia, so I guess I'm glad I don't need to stress out about that anymore. Let's talk about someone else's unfortunate life, okay? Tammy, how's that boyfriend of yours? Ha, huh, that was a great segue. Linus is, well, Linus. He's still cocky and entitled, but he's softer than he used to be. Softer? Like, in bed? I think they make pills for that. Don't be gross, Maxie. No, I mean softer, like, he talks about his feelings a little, and he's really sweet to me. Well, he probably knows he's super lucky you didn't break up with him after his family, you know, kidnapped me and murdered the stag. That's just a guess, though. I don't get why you're still with him. How can you trust him? Is the sex seriously that good? Oh my god, it's even better now. He's so focused on me that he always- Ew, no, no, ew, no, no, not another word. What? Too much? Yes. At least when he's been over since you got home, he puts a soundproof force field up so you can't hear anything. Small miracles. Has Linus been in touch with his family at all? Kinda. His dad and sister have been on the lam ever since the stag's death, but Linus did get a few texts from them. I'm guessing they're not actually on the run. They're probably hiding in a secret lair underneath their mansion. What did the texts say? 
The last one was them asking him to meet them in a few days for a family dinner to talk through their problems and blah, blah, blah. Do you think that's safe? He said he can use his force fields to keep himself from harm, but he's not too worried about them hurting him. I wish I could be a fly on the wall for that conversation. I don't. I would probably kill them. But I've been told that killing your boyfriend's family isn't one of the building blocks of a strong relationship. What about his mom? Is she around? Whenever I ask, he just says that she's gone. Not away, not divorced, not dead, not vacationing in Fiji, just gone. Is it a touchy subject? Yeah, he puts up a wall whenever I bring it up. I mean, not literally a force field wall. So I stopped prying. He'll tell me when he's ready. Are you serious? For him, you wait and be patient, but you didn't hesitate to pressure me into spilling the secret about my dad. Hey, my life was at stake. Not that that's a good reason for her to treat you like that, but... Uh, I know, I know. I'm not mad. I'm just annoyed. Yeah, what he said. His life was at stake. Also, Linus is way prettier than you. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him. I get it. I have to ask, is he even hotter with his glasses off? Surprisingly, no. The glasses kind of do it for me. I make him leave them on as much as possible. Huh. He's still not my type. What is your type? Well, I've never dated anyone, really. After my power manifested, I hadn't even allowed myself to think about boys that way. Luckily, all my friends are girls or gay, so that helps. <laughs> I miss boys. You miss one boy, stupid. One invisible, unlucky boy. I really wish I knew how he was doing. Well, he's in a stasis pod, so he's doing as fine as someone unconscious can, I guess. When he wakes up, he's probably going to freak out. More or less than his parents did. What do you mean, his parents? Oh, um, I stopped by to see his parents to explain the whole situation. They were not happy. Since they were heroes before they retired, they understand the importance of what he's doing and where he's going, but he's their only child. They're really concerned. Are you implying that if he wasn't an only child, it would be better because at least they'd still have one kid left if something bad happens? Wow, uh, no, that's not what I meant. He's like their whole world is all. He still lives with them, you know. He told me why he still lives at home. In a nutshell, being invisible is hard? And it's less hard when his parents help out. They even cut his hair. That's adorable. Unless he has a bowl cut. Thankfully, no. I hope his family has nothing to worry about. I hope I have nothing to worry about. The last time I thought I met a good guy, he ended up being fake. That's why I deleted all of my dating apps. What are you talking about? There was this guy. He said his name was Edgar... We were messaging back and forth for a few weeks, and we really seemed to click. We liked all the same movies and music, and he was even a vegetarian, too. In retrospect, I was always the first one to bring something up, and he was always like, Oh my god, me too! So I probably should have picked up on it. How did you find out he was lying? Well, another guy sent me a message, and he had the same exact profile pic. So I accused that guy of stealing Edgar's identity... So he ended up calling me on a video chat to prove that he was the real one. He was mad at me for the accusation, even though I apologized. Apparently, this wasn't the first time. This Edgar guy used his photos on a couple different sites. 
I told Edgar to leave me alone, and then I deleted all my apps. I ended up losing a chance to get to know the real guy behind the photo, too, because he didn't want to talk to me. He was really cute, too, like in a young lumberjack kind of way. What if that guy ended up using your photo to catfish other people? You're not on the apps anymore, so you would have no idea, right? (sighs) I never thought of that. Whatever. I don't need to spend any more time or effort being hurt by a catfishing jerkwad. I don't have the emotional bandwidth right now. Besides, I have a boyfriend, so I shouldn't be complaining. Well, ID is on a spaceship, being sucked through wormholes on a diplomatic quest to a distant galaxy, so to me, that sounds like a good reason to complain. You know, I met a henchy named Catfish. It was when I first started sidekicking. I'll never forget how she smelled. Did she smell really... Fishy? Uh, no. Why would she smell fishy? I'm assuming she was like a giant, slimy fish lady? Oh, no. She was one of those girls really into Hello Kitty, and she used a fishing pole to fight people. Hence, catfish. You know, I read somewhere that Hello Kitty isn't really a cat. Huh. Well, that's messed up. If she's not a cat, what is she? I honestly didn't care enough to read anymore. I just read the headline. What's Hello Kitty? Is that like a cat that says hello to people? Wow, kid. You just lost your seat at the adult table. We're not sitting at a table. I was being figurative. Earlier, I was going to suggest that you work as Tammy's sidekick, Ren. You know, to get away from Lucid Lucy, but I don't think that would work. Like, at all. The thought did cross my mind for like six seconds. All right, more like four. Har har. You would be a step up from the loser I auditioned this morning. I'm pretty sure he's the one who messed up your teleportation and grabbed poor ID instead. What are you talking about? He worked for one of the leagues? Yeah. He used to intern with the PR and communications team, and this was his first time contributing to a mission. Wait, what? I need way more information. Yeah, who is this guy? I didn't learn his real name, but he goes by Passport. The ship's teleportation system was on the fritz, he said, so they were going to have to delay your departure, Ren, for a day or two. He stepped up and said he could help, and they let him. Is he an engineer or something? No, sorry. Left out the most important part. He's a teleporter. He can do it to himself or someone else if he concentrates hard enough. He teleported Chameleon up to the ship first, and that went off without a hitch. But when it came to teleporting two people at once, he wasn't 100% confident he'd be able to do it. Please don't tell me he'd never done it before. He was nervous because he'd never done it before. One person was easy enough, but teleporting two people is apparently difficult, especially sending them up through the atmosphere and into stasis pods. Why did he offer to help if he wasn't sure he could do it? I asked the same question, and I don't know how to explain this without sounding sizist. Okay, so Passport is, like, morbidly obese. I'm not judging, just stating a fact. He told me that being able to teleport everywhere makes burning calories really hard. Oh, and he has a thyroid thing. I guess I wouldn't really need to walk or run anywhere if I could just pop in and out in the blink of an eye. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, the comms team made fun of him a lot. They'd call him things like teleporker and 
porty pig behind his back, but he totally knew it. I think he was trying to impress them by volunteering to help, so they'd stop bad-mouthing him. It's sad when even the good guys are bullies. Well, when was the last time you saw an overweight superhero? Not ever, really. I mean, we do have to pass a physical and that stupid obstacle course to be able to audition to Sidekick. I'm guessing he just teleported to the end of the obstacle course and called it a day. The obstacle course was really hard. It was like American Ninja Warrior, but with robots. I managed to make it through, but uh, it was exhausting. I took it my senior year at the academy, but to be honest, I failed the first time. I trained for months and took it again and just barely passed. Eloise was watching from a tree and telepathically sending me some tips. Without her, it probably would have taken me at least one other attempt. I passed it on the first try. I thought it was pretty easy. You would say that, wouldn't you? Hey, when you got it, you got it. Ew. So, just to be clear, this guy you auditioned? Passport. Yeah, passport. So, he admitted to you that he accidentally teleported the wrong person, right? Yes. To try to get people to stop bullying him? Double yes. At the possible expense of his career? (sighs) Triple yes. And he told you this while trying to get you to hire him? Yeah, it didn't make any sense to me either. I think he was trying to make me feel bad for him or something. But he had no idea that I was friends with Sophia and I.D. Tam, did you at least turn him down nicely? I didn't use my power against him and he didn't cry. Does that qualify as nice? For you, yeah. Aw, I'm proud of you, sis. You're growing up. F*** you both. No, really, I give you credit. If I'd met him, in my current state, I'd probably incinerate his face with my laser vision for what he did to Elijah. Ooh, tell me everything about your new powers. It's definitely a learning curve. The regeneration happens whether I want it to or not, so I guess I'll never be sick ever again. I haven't tried breaking a bone or severing a limb, and I hopefully never will, so I don't know how thorough it is. My hearing is a little better than it used to be. I don't think that's a new power, though. I think my body just healed the damage caused by having a sister with sonic screams. I don't like how everyone refers to my power as sonic screaming. Maybe just say sonic manipulation or vocal augmentation. It makes me seem forceful, like I'm always shrieking like a banshee or something. I think it makes you sound more menacing. Like, Hanshies beware, Pitch will scream the flesh from your bones. Okay, on second thought... Stick to sonic screaming. Screaming sounds pretty good. What about your other powers, Max? Well, my original power still works fine. I know that the dog that lives down the hall, that little poodle thing, has to go out to pee, but her owner isn't home, so she's planning on going on the kitchen floor. You know, the usual. Other than the regeneration and the antlers, I just have the eye lasers. I don't think I got any super strength or anything. Do the antlers do anything? Not really. They'll shed once a year, hopefully, so I can look forward to that. (sighs) Growing them back is going to itch like crazy. Can you, like, trim them down a little? Um, I tried, but they grew back. Part of my regenerating, I guess? If they shed, though, that'll be a normal seasonal thing, so my body might let it happen. I'm just speculating. How do the lasers work? You really have a lot of questions, don't you? Yeah, sorry. 
Sometimes I imagine having different powers, so I'm trying to live through you vicariously. I get it. I used to want to trade my powers in for something useful like super speed or invulnerability. Now, I don't know. Sometimes my eyes glow red when I'm emotional, and I can feel the heat building up in my head. Which is an awkward sensation, by the way, like that feeling before you sneeze, but it's your brain and optic nerve instead of your lungs. Have you been able to shoot any lasers yet? Yeah, one time. When Tammy told me about ID being sent in your place, I reacted before I could think, and I melted part of the wall behind her. When she told me I'd lost my job, it almost happened again, but I managed to rein it in. Good thing you hadn't been looking at me, or else I'd be super dead, or at least deformed. I haven't figured out how to make it happen on purpose, but at least I know what it feels like now, so I can look away from people if it happens again. Or look at people if they're trying to kidnap you again. I don't want to kill anyone. I saw the stag cut through metal and stone with his laser vision before, so I know I have a lot of power, but I'm not sure if I'll be able to do the same thing. Why not? Here's where my animal knowledge comes in handy. So, deer have horizontal pupils that can open up wider to let in more light. They can see really well in the dark. Their eyes are also positioned on their heads in a different spot, and they can barely move them. We can move our eyes back and forth a lot, so that's different. I think the lasers come out of the pupils, so since mine are smaller and round, I don't know if I can produce anything as powerful. The rods and cones are different too, along with the field of vision, so it'll take a lot of research to figure it out. Wow, you went with the nerdy answer. You could have just said that the stag's eyes were bigger or something. Whatever. Needless to say, I'm going through an adjustment period. Speaking of periods, mine came later than usual. But don't worry, you won't be an uncle anytime soon. I go through contraception like it's my job. Why are you this way? Max, has she always been like this? Do you want an honest answer? No need. It's fairly obvious. I'm not going to apologize for speaking my truth. Can we please not talk about this right now? Let's change the topic. Want to watch a movie? What? Really? You guys always judge me for not knowing any older movies, so let's watch some. I don't actually hate this idea. It's better than listening to him talk about deer eyes. Okay, but I'm choosing the first one, okay? Don't let him pick. He's going to make you watch- Don't tell her yet! Uh-oh. Maybe this was a bad idea. Say yes, please. I lost my boyfriend, I lost my job, and I have huge antlers growing out of my head. I can never wear a hat again. I need this. He's not a hat guy anyway. Don't listen to him. Fine, you win. Yes! Tammy, go pop some popcorn. We are starting with 80s fantasy. Ren, flip a coin. If it's heads, we're watching Dark Crystal. If it's tails, it's Labyrinth. I hope you like creepy puppets, Ren. Oh god, what have I done? Thanks for listening to this episode of Second Fiddles, which was almost named Acute Gay Mr. Tumness. You just heard Liz Thompson as Tammy, Matt Johnson as Max, Christy Barkin as Ren, and John Pupo as McGuffin. 
All of the sound design and writing and whatnot was done by Matt Johnson, and the new theme song was composed by Pete Johnson. No relation. Thanks for listening.